Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I'm Jake Smith, and I'm joined by Roland's Mesters, CEO and co-founder of Nordigan. Welcome, Roland's. Thanks, Jake. Great to be on the show. You know, our listeners always want to talk about new technologies, and you are an innovative leader in a startup that is really transforming the way AI and analytics are used in credit scoring and financial services. Can you give our listeners an opportunity to hear about your background and how we got to this point, as well as the company that you founded? Absolutely. So I'll start with myself, I guess. Growing up, both of my parents were entrepreneurs. So starting ventures is kind of like in our family. And I remember that since we had a computer at home, there was not a lot of games to play on the computer, but that was Photoshop. So uh, since 12 years old, I've been you know fiddling around with Photoshop, with web stuff. And by 18, I started to build websites for friends and family members and later on, you know, generally people. My background is really on the technical stuff, but not going too deep into AI at all. And then I studied finance, which kind of brought me closer to data and analytics. I still remember the excitement that I got from seeing how statistics works and how econometrics works and running my first regression was a really exciting thing. And so that kind of brought me into the world of data. So, you know, my background is kind of not very technical or not very close to engineering, but rather I'm sort of coming from the web and coming from finance. And then Nordigan really is a company that we started about five years ago with my ex-classmate, Robert. Robert is a more technical guy, so he's the mastermind behind building all of the analytics. So Nordigan is an open banking data company. We work with banks, lenders, and fintechs to help them use open banking data in lending, in credit scoring, and in several other exciting applications. So... Where is Nordigan going as a company? This is a new idea for the world, open banking. And what does that mean? And how do Nordigan think of the future of open banking? For our listeners, you guys are at the forefront of the future of banking. It's the kind of banking I think that citizens all over the world have been hoping for. Yeah, open banking is a really, really fascinating concept. So open banking allows people to have more control over their own banking data and to either keep it locked in banks as it is right now or to actually migrate it to other applications and to get more value from that data. And open banking is great because it allows fintechs and innovators to build new exciting applications. The challenging part with open banking though is that it's banking data in its purest form. So open banking data by default is raw. And you can think about your own bank accounts. You make these transactions and payments and the information is incredibly unstructured. And so for any fintech or for any you know bank or lending institution that wants to use open banking data to deliver new exciting applications to the end consumers, well, they have to figure out what to do with the data. And so when we started Noggin about five years ago, we realized that, well, open banking was taking off and there were already incredible companies powering the plumbing of open banking and building an infrastructure. But what we saw was that anyone who plugged into open banking, anyone who got the raw data feed from the banks, they had this problem that they needed to figure out what to do with the data. And that's when you run into 
things like data cleansing, things like transaction categorization as a concept, or further on feature engineering as a concept. And so that's kind of when things get very, very tricky. So for the future, we think that open banking is going to be a platform for new applications that no one has really thought of yet, but they will definitely be very valuable to the future consumer. And so the way that we see this is that, well, there's incredible companies powering the plumbing of open banking. Nordigan is helping to bridge the gap between the data and the applications. And we're just hoping to power the next big fintech application. So that's how we see the future. Well, you've built the future. So I love it that you can see it. You've built it. And that's a great story. So can you talk a little bit about Nordigan Scoring Insights and the solution that you've developed? Absolutely. So Nordigan Scoring Insights is a product that we built to help lending institutions become better with evaluating creditworthiness. A major problem in the world of creditworthiness or risk assessment is that you have to build models from very limited data. And typically, companies that do credit scoring, they rely on credit bureau data, which has been a fantastic data source. And it's you know great that this data source exists. But now with open banking, it opens up opportunities to get more interesting and predictive variables from consumers. And it's data that the consumers themselves provide to the lending institutions. With Nordigan Credit Scoring Insights, we are bridging a gap for anyone that wants to use open banking data. A very challenging thing to do is to do feature engineering. And here's where we've actually launched a library of close to a million features that companies can use to build their own credit scores. And the great thing is that it's kind of almost universally applicable for anywhere in the world. Well, you know, it's interesting because you're the platform is connecting over 2,500 banks around the world and you're doing it through as much, you know, identity verification as possible. Can you give us a case study? So where does this apply? I think, you know, we understand the value for consumers long term. We also understand the value of allowing consumers. As I like to say, if we're going to use consumers to build advertising models to make money off them, we should also allow consumers to build financial models to make money off of the lenders that are best suited for them. Talk about the work that you've done with, quote unquote, big bank. So... One of the most popular applications for Nordigan Solutions is we help banks and lenders to evaluate loan applicant risk level in real time as the application is happening. In a typical case, you know, a consumer can go to a digital bank and they would provide access to their banking data. And then in that instance, Nordigan would get access to this data, process the data, and that's where our insights come into play. So, you know, sometimes we provide simple things like we verify someone's income based on their transaction history. In more advanced cases, we can actually calculate predictive score, a score that would help the lender understand to what extent they want to approve the loan applicant. So I would say it would be the most popular case of Nordigan products being used today. And we work with a pretty big bunch of financial institutions in Europe. We support something like 10 countries in Europe and are just about to enter Australia. It's interesting how applicable this one use case is in how many countries you can solve a very, very similar problem. And that's what I really love about the work that Nordigan's doing. But this wouldn't be a podcast or a conversation in the cloud if I didn't talk about Xeon scalable processors. I didn't talk about our work together and optimizing the back end. And I didn't talk about the AI builders program. So can you talk a little bit, Roland, about how we've worked together and how you've worked with the AI builders program to build our relationship? Absolutely. So what Nordigan 
takes very seriously is R&D. So from the very, very early days, when thinking about what kind of solutions do our clients require, we realized that we really need to push the boundaries of what is possible with the data that our clients entrust us with. And so from the very early days, we've been working with different kinds of solutions and different kinds of partners to get the most of the data. And the recent project that we did with Intel AI Builders was a fascinating one where we tried to push the boundaries of how predictive can you build the models? And what if there was no restrictions on the types of tools you can use? The thing with credit scoring quite often is that the regulator already puts in place the framework under which the lending institutions should operate. And so the lending institutions are limited to using white box models where you're supposed to you know, have very simple regressions running in the back end. With the AI builders, actually, we're pushing into the other extreme. So what if you can use any algorithm? And what happens when you're trying to push the boundaries of the predictive power of the variables? So that was really an exercise to get the most of the data. And I was very pleased to, to see the result from our team. And the team was very, very happy to look for these new innovations. So it was very, very exciting to work with the Intel AI builders program. You know, I'm so excited because you guys took advantage of a capability called XG Boost, which is a new capability in our second gen Xeon scalable processors. And, you know, it's another capability that will expand as we move into our third generation as well. But can we talk about some of the challenges that our banks and lenders encountering when they're assessing these applicants? Because we talked about the technology, you talked about the framework, but, you know, there's some real world experiences that banks have to deal with. And Nordigan is really on the leading edge of this. Yeah. I think as with any data-related project, one of the hardest things to solve is, well, how do you prepare the data? And there's two sides of it. You know, how do you prepare the data for doing any kind of modeling exercises to things like how do you make sure that the models that you have created and generated, they can be used in a production environment and how do you make sure that the data you know flows in the right places. So data preparation, I think, has been something where we've made most of our innovations. If you're a lender and you're planning to use open banking data, open banking data is so unstructured that you know it takes a lot of time to get to these predictive features to use in building a credit score. And before you get to those you know, features and before you get to do feature engineering, you have to spend a lot of time in this tedious task of data cleansing. So this is where I think you know, most of the challenges that we see whoever is using open banking data or literally almost any data source, it is quite often that you see that these companies are struggling with data cleansing. And so here's where I think there's a lot of potential for different kinds of solutions to be used to help institutions automate parts of data cleansing or ensure that it's less painful than it is right now. And, you know, it's interesting because data cleansing is painful, but doing it faster with your solution frankly, allows people to take the time to do it. So if it was taking you three or four minutes before or 18 minutes before, that's not something that you can live with. If it's taking you 33 seconds, that's a whole different conversation. Can you talk about the performance increases? Because you guys benchmark the second generation Xeon scalable processor against the industry. You really took us to the test on this one. And supposedly the industry leader in performance, you said, well, we need the best for banks. And so you tested us. And yet you came back with a very different result than many people would believe because of not just the core capability of our architecture, but the entire architecture really benefited from the performance. Can you talk a little bit about that for our listeners? Yeah. So performance is a very critical element 
of credit scoring. So when we're building our algorithms, we're always trying to balance the predictive power, the, the type of data that you can use or the amounts of data you can use, as well as, well, how much time is it going to take to create models or run them in production? And especially in lending, where the benchmark of credit decisions is milliseconds. So credit decisions have to be very fast. And making credit decisions in open banking data is only a timely part of the full credit process. So for us, when we're building algorithms, we're always looking for, well, how do we ensure that they can be run very fast? You know, we've been very, very excited about the results that we have achieved with your solutions. And we really hope to use them a lot more in the future as well. Well, let's talk about the future, Rollins, because I think that's something that our listeners really care about. But before we get to the future, where can our listeners find out more about our work and the AI Builders program, your work in the Builders Construction Zone? Where's the best place for them to go look? The best place to look for the AI Builders program is to just go to your website. I think that's the best place to find out. Luckily, the AI Builders program website contains information about Nordigan and solutions we offer. We hope to have a public announcement about our joint results coming out pretty soon as well. Well, Rollins, let's talk about the future. You know, the future of credit scoring, but more importantly, the future of open banking. Where do you think it's going? And what role do you think Nordigan and Intel can play to help lenders and customers around the world? So open banking is a fascinating concept. Now, we internally look at open banking as an enabler. And here, I think there's been this interesting comparison that it used to be that platforms like Google Maps were kind of enablers of amazing solutions like Uber. So without these kind of platforms, it would be hard to imagine having these innovative apps built on top. And here we think that the potential of open banking is to be the platform that creates the next amazing consumer applications. And they are going to change the world. No one knows yet how they will change the world, but it is pretty clear that these technologies would be very important to how people work and how they enjoy life and how they make payments and how they get access to financing. For companies like Nordigan and companies like Intel have an amazing opportunity is really to push the boundaries of what kind of solutions you can use to process the data so that the next fintechs that are going to build on top of this data would have tons more time in thinking about the customer application and the customer experience so they wouldn't have to spend too much time building out the algorithms themselves. So the less time they have to spend on those tedious tasks of data cleansing or data preparation, the more time they actually have to talk with the consumers and build these amazing applications. So I think this is where Intel and Nordigan has a very important role to play. Well, I couldn't agree more, Rollins. And I think the combination of our teams using machine learning, using our builders program, using our infrastructure to test and push the limits of performance really ultimately gives better information and more truth and transparency throughout the lending process. Any final thoughts for our listeners before we sign off for this edition? Because you're going to come back in a year and we're going to talk more as the world recovers from COVID-19. Can you give us a little insights into the future or any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Well, I think there's a very big opportunity for AI in open banking. And it's pretty clear that open banking right now is a pretty hot topic, but it's also clear that it is in the very, very early stages. So there's still a very big number of companies that are only thinking about using open banking data or open banking enabled solutions 
in their product and their day-to-day life. So here's where I think it is important for data scientists and developers to just, you know, understand more about open banking and to look deeper into what's possible. So I think then the future of open banking very much goes together with the future of artificial intelligence and what kind of solutions will be built. I am pretty confident that some of the innovations in AI will come from data scientists and developers trying to figure out, well, how would you solve the biggest problems with open banking data? So there's definitely synergies in there. Well, I couldn't agree more, and I'm excited to continue our partnership moving forward. So on behalf of Roland's Mesters, CEO and co-founder of Nordigan, and all of our teams that have worked together to allow us to get to this point, as Roland's pointed out, a lot of team members allowed us to get to this point. I want to thank Roland's for joining me. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. We'll be right back.